This is Dr. Marvin welcoming you to Episode 2 of Dr. Marvin Child Therapist. Today we're going to be talking about the basic principles of parenting. In any child's life, there are many individuals who assume positive positions of influence. These could include teachers, other children, relatives, TV personalities, sports figures, neighbors, and on and on. Although you may not be able to control all of these areas of influence, our podcast will help you take control over those aspects of your child's life over which you can have impact and responsibility. The logic behind our podcasts lies in a set of basic principles, and adherence to these concepts is necessary if you are to succeed in utilizing the techniques in these podcasts to their fullest. Principle number one, always be consistent. Children react swiftly and negatively to any perceived inconsistency in the actions of their parents, seeing the parents as being easily controlled. So your child should expect the same reaction from you for the same behavior over and over again. You must be consistent. Principle number two. Parents have greater rights than children. By virtue of their position, parents can and should exercise privilege such as decision-making that they have not yet granted to their children. For example, if your 12-year-old wants to stay out until one in the morning, it's your parental privilege to say no. Principle number three, don't permit manipulation. Never allow your child to play with the situation. As the parent, you must maintain control. If a child can keep begging and arguing and negotiating with you and see that he or she can get you to change your mind or change your decision, the child will learn that manipulation is worthwhile because it works. Your child will learn to manipulate you by your reactions and your behavior as the parent. Principle four, don't feel guilty when you're right. As a parent, you should not feel guilty for doing what is right for your child's well-being, even if the child doesn't like it that much. Principle number five, no arguing. Do not get into a two-way argument with a child or you risk legitimizing his or her right to call the shots in the decision-making situation. It takes two people to have an argument. As soon as you get into that two-way argument with your child, you are no longer a parent who is in control, and the child will know that. Principle number six, behavior that is rewarded will be repeated. Reinforcing any behavior will make it likely to occur again. And reinforcing does not necessarily mean giving a prize or money or a token of um, achievement. It could even be a verbal praise. Seventh principle, the reward must be worth working for. No child can ever be expected to work hard for a reward that isn't significant to him or her. Find something for which your child will be willing to work. 
Principle number eight. Occasional rewards work best. Rewarding an appropriate behavior every time that it occurs means trouble the first time that the reward isn't given. Occasional rewards make the behavior more likely to persist without reinforcement. So the child never knows when the reward is coming. If one of the goals is that your um, child uses the word please when he asks you for something, maybe the third time he uses it, you'll praise him. Then the sixth time, then the second time. He never knows when it's coming. It's intermittent. Eighth principle. Behavior that is punished without anger will occur less frequently. Parents who can punish a child without anger will retain control while teaching the child to act appropriately. As soon as you get angry, the child is not going to perceive you as being in control of the household and as being the authority figure. Number 10. Punishment must be an unpleasant experience. For punishment to be effective, it must be unpleasant enough so that the child would not want to have to go through it again. And we're not talking about physical punishment. Uh, for example, if you tell a child that he's restricted to his room for the next two hours or for the evening, and he's in his room, and he can play video games or watch TV, then being sent to the room has no value at all. He's just replacing the pleasure of playing in the living room to the pleasure of using all his electronics in his room. So the punishment must be unpleasant. He'd be better off sitting in his room for 30 minutes, not being allowed to touch anything whatsoever, just sitting there, than to stay there for a whole day, but be able to use the things that are in his room and enjoy himself. Parenting principle number 11. Past behavior is the best predictor of future behavior. You can gain a fairly good idea of what to expect in a situation by examining similar situations from the past. Your child's past behavior is the best way of predicting how he or she will handle a situation now. Principle 12. Anger isn't the loss of love. Help your child to understand that just because he has misbehaved does not mean that you will be angry with him or that you'll reject him as a human being and as a person. That the specific thing he did and tell him or her what he did that was wrong, what the consequence will be, but it has no effect on how you feel about him or her as a human being or as a person. Principle 13. Educate whenever possible. Take every opportunity to explain to your child exactly what he or she did that was good or bad, what the consequences will be, and, if improvement is needed, what he or she should do the next time a similar situation arises. Principle 14. Accent the positive. When your child has done something well, don't hesitate to reinforce that behavior so that it'll occur again. When your child does something well or appropriate, make a big deal over it. Principle 15. Don't be intimidated by your child's anger. When you try to help your child to change his behavior, he may react at first 
with anger and resistance. It is important that you stick to your guns so that he or she will eventually see that he has no choice but to change. Again, do not be intimidated by your child's reaction or anger. Parenting principle number 16. You are always a model for your child. As your child observes the way in which you act, he or she will pick up your behavior and your reactions. You must always be aware of the example that you as the parent are setting. Principle number 17. Adolescents should not be treated like children. Expecting a teenager to react to the same strategies that work with younger children is unrealistic. Be ready to change your techniques as your child matures. Principle number 18. Attention-seeking behavior should never get attention. Whenever a child is obviously doing something inappropriate as a way to get your attention, make sure that you don't give it to your child. Do not let your child actually get attention for behavior that he or she is using to get attention. Parenting principle number 19. No child can make you feel anything. It's not your child's fault that you become upset. Your feeling is present because you have chosen not to maintain control. If you're getting upset, it's because you are convincing yourself that what your child is doing is catastrophic. It shouldn't be happening. It's unfair. Why is he doing this to me? If you think that way, you will get upset. Your child cannot control your feelings unless you allow it to happen. And finally, parenting principle number 20. Change doesn't occur overnight. It has probably taken your child years to develop certain habits or behaviors. It may take time to change them. The above principles will reappear in subsequent podcasts of this series, but they can't be overemphasized. Since repetition is an effective learning strategy, we have found it helpful in our workshops, in our counseling with parents, to repeat basic principles and expand on them as time goes along. I hope you enjoyed the edition number two of our podcast of Dr. Marvin, Child Therapist, where we emphasize the basic principles of parenting. In subsequent podcasts, we'll go into specific strategies and techniques, such as how to teach your child to follow directions on the first request, and more. Thank you for listening. This is Dr. Marvin, Child Therapist.